Hello, this is Pastor Corey Ehrman. You're listening to my podcast. I hope it blesses, encourages, and inspires you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch you through this teaching. Thank you for tuning in, and God bless. Go with me to Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22, and I'm going to tie this into giving. And somebody's going to wonder, how in the world does he tie this into giving? You'll see. A happy heart, a joyful heart, a merry heart is good medicine, and a cheerful mind works healing, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. So giving is tied into your healing. Okay, somebody said, how in the world can you tie my, my giving and my healing or my well-being, my mental spiritual, emotional health to giving. It's very easy if you go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. Again, Amplified says, 2 Corinthians 9 and 6, Remember this, he who sows sparingly and grudgingly will also reap sparingly and grudgingly. That's a bad attitude, right? Grudging attitude, sparing. But he who sows generously, that blessings may come to someone, <laughs> will also reap generously and with blessings. Hallelujah. Let each one give as he has made up his own mind and purpose in his heart. So again, you can see, let each one give. Amen. Are you each one? Are you one of the each ones here? Who's an each one? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let each one give as he has made up his own mind and purpose in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully. So you're talking about attitude, right? Or under compulsion. For God loves, he takes pleasure in prizes above other things and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, somebody say cheerful, Cheerful. a cheerful, joyous, somebody say joyous, Joyous. somebody go ha ha ha, joyous, (laughs) joyous, prompt to do it giver whose heart in his giving. So a cheerful giver, listen, it says, if a cheerful heart is good medicine if a cheerful mind works healing a cheerful giver come on somebody cheerful giving releases health and healing in your life amen hallelujah i've never seen givers complain and i've never seen complainers give and complainers are usually the Second part of that verse, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. A terrible attitude, a grudging attitude, and just a complaining attitude, depressed attitude. It's going to keep you in bondage, and it's going to keep you in poverty. Because poverty and depression go together. They're like the Siamese twins from the pit of hell. Those two devils, the poverty devil and the spirit of religion and depression, they go together. So... I'll tell you right now, giving keeps you free, your spirit free, joyful, amen, and it keeps you in a place of receiving. You know why? Because someone that opens their heart to give is also the person that has an open heart to receive the anointing, receive healing, receive the flow of the Holy Ghost. So these are tied together. Never, let me tell you right now, because people, I try to get people to understand, why does he always talk about giving? Because it's tied to every area of your life, because it's never about the money, it's about the heart. It's about the heart condition. It's about the attitude. And when you have a cheerful attitude, when you're a worshiper, when you're a giver, when you're joyous, then 
you know what? You're open to receive the healing and the strength and the quickening and the anointing. And the blessing of God comes upon you. Because it's more blessed to give than to receive. So a, a giver is always going to be blessed. A giver is always going to be filled up. A giver is always going to be receiving. A giver is always going to be an open channel where the flow of the Holy Ghost can flow through their life. And God can fill them up. Amen. And they're going to live out of an overflow. They're going to live out of this joyful, victorious attitude. Hallelujah. Knowing that not only is provision their portion, but superabundance as I preached this morning. I like that word, superabundance. I had to repent publicly. Because I said, I, I was talking about abundance. I said, Lord, I repent. I'm sorry. I, I, I repent publicly. It's super abundance. Please forgive me, Lord. I'm not going to talk about abundance anymore. I'm going to talk about super abundance. Hallelujah. Somebody said, you believe in prosperity? And then I guess they, they thought I was going to go, well, you know. I said, extreme prosperity. Because that's what super abundance is. Because I want to do big things for the kingdom of God. And I want to be a vessel, I want to be a channel that God can pour into me and God can pour through me. Amen. I don't want to be the Dead Sea. You know why the Dead Sea is called the Dead Sea? Because there's water coming in and nothing's going out. It's dead. Because it's always coming in. And a Christian that's always looking to have something come in but nothing going out is going to be like the Dead Sea. So be a giver. Be generous. Be cheerful. And, and Mary Hart is good medicine. Mary Hart does good. Hallelujah. A joyful giver has a joyful attitude and it's going to walk in healing and health and strength. Mental, look, cheerful mind works healing. Cheerful mind works healing. Hallelujah. So it, it, joy and, and, you know, cheerfulness and joy actually brings healing to your, to your life. Joyful people are healthier people. You see depressed people, they, they're just like terrible. There's a heaviness on them. They can't move. They can't do anything. They can't succeed. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. He wants people to be locked into depression and immobilized. Hallelujah. But guess what? Faithful, joyful people are always going to be mobilized. They're not going to be paralyzed. Hallelujah. So I'm going to tie giving to, to being healed, to being healthy, to being strong. Hallelujah. Let each one give. And then look at verse 8. We just read verse 7. Let each one give. Hallelujah. So let each one reach one into their pocket. Let each one reach one's pocket. Reach one's checkbook. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Let each one give as he is made. He or she. Ladies, you're not exempt, by the way. I, I do have to qualify. Okay, man, you give. I'm exempt. No, let each one give as he or she has made up his own mind and purpose in his or her heart. Not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion, right? For God loves, takes pleasure in prizes above other things and is unwilling to abandon or to do without. You know why he's unwilling to abandon to do? Because he's looking for people he can use mightily. And when he finds someone, someone that he can trust that's a good steward, then he is going to pour into them. Because he knows that he can trust them and he can pour out of them. Amen. And he's not willing to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt to do giver whose heart is in his giving. And if you want to ask the best verse in the entire Bible that defines true biblical prosperity, balanced biblical prosperity, here it is, verse 8. And God 
is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. So that, okay, so the abundance is going to come to you for a purpose. So that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient. So that's provision. Remember I talked about provision this morning. That's provision that you will be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support, right? That's provision. And second part is prosperity and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. So not only is there provision, but there is prosperity, abundance to, to be able to do things, that you become a provider. You become so that God can not only provide for you, but you also go to the next level in terms of now there's an abundance for you to be able to contribute to every good work. See, amen. When you're broke, you can't even have your own needs met. When you're broke, you can't meet anybody's needs. So God wants you to be blessed so that you not only have provision, but then you have true biblical prosperity so that you can contribute. You can contribute. Hallelujah. That you are furnished in abundance for every good work. That you can give into needs. You can meet needs. You're not just looking to have your own needs met. They're met. Now you're meeting needs. And that, true, that right there is the definition of biblical prosperity. Because God's got a work for you to do. And we know that there is a, a great need in the world. we got to reach the world's souls, build churches, build the kingdom. And that's going to take resources. And God's going to use you, hallelujah, to be a resourcer, a financier. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Somebody asks you, what do you do for a living? I'm a financier. Yeah. Really? What do you find? I finance the kingdom. I fund the end time harvest. What? What is that? Tell me about it. It's the, great, it's the greatest investment. I tell you, I get, get 10,000% on my investment. What? What kind, of a, what, what kind of ROI is that? 10,000%. Think about that. So tomorrow, go to the bank and say, I'd like to open an account, deposit money, and I would like the one that gives me 10,000% return. They're going to laugh you right out of the building. What are they giving that, like 0.03% on a savings account or some nonsense? Doesn't even keep up with the rate of inflation. I mean, it's just a joke. The best place to invest, it's not crypto, not the stock market, it's the kingdom, it's the gospel. That's the best place to invest. So. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I hope that you have been blessed. I would like for you to consider two things. Number one, subscribe to our show to receive notifications of our new podcasts. Number two, support our ministry of reaching the nations with revival by clicking on the link in the description or visiting our website, riverwpb.com. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to you joining our next podcast. God bless you.